Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Jason and Cole Father Son Thing Podcast. I'm Jason. I'm here with Cole. What's up? And we are heading to Orlando for Cole's last soccer game of the season. Cole, you excited that it's almost over? Yes. <laughs> you ready to move on? Yes. And uh, enjoy the enjoy the summer. Get ready for your uh, your comeback in baseball. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what's our record right now, Cole? Sixteen and sixteen. Sixteen and sixteen. I think we were uh, 12 and 8 after the last podcast. Um, took a while for that podcast to publish. It took like four days. Not quite sure why. It was kind of frustrating. But back with another episode on this Saturday afternoon. We got Milwaukee tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, 7 10. Who's pitching tonight? Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler. Last night we lost the tough. What was the final score last night? 3 1. 3 1. Ryan Braun. Hit a two-run home run. But uh, the, the day before, Thor pitched um, against shutout. Cincinnati, right? Uh-huh. And complete shutout. He had the, uh, what they call the, um, not, Little League, Little League game, where he pitched the game, he hit the home run in the game, he did everything himself. A lot of times in Little League, your best athlete is a pitcher, and that's what Noah Syndergaard did on that day. He looked good. All his pitches seemed to be working. So that's I, a good sign to see him starting to turn it around a little bit. I read on uh, the at-bat, it said that um, that what Syndergaard did against Cincinnati it hasn't been done since 1983. Wow. So he had a good game. The pitching staff, Wheeler's starting to turn it around a little bit. Uh, Matt's is looking better. Vargas sucks. What are we going to do? DeGrom's last outing looked better. So things are starting to, to pick up a little bit, but then the bats cooled off. So go figure. <laughs> Got to put them both together. Uh, but let's talk about a couple moves that the Mets made. Um, Travis Darno was sent down to the minors, and what do you think about that move? Um, I feel like we – I feel like Travis Darno was a good backup catcher for Ramos. But I feel like we could have had a better one. So, I don't know that, well, Nito defensively is better. Um, but really, offensively, he, he's not much worse than Darno. Because Darno, he just, he didn't look like he had it together. Um, I know he's coming off an injury, and I wish him the best. But it's a this is a major league ball club. He just doesn't look like a major league catcher at the moment. So... But then that takes us to what they did with Mesoraco in the preseason and, you know, telling, sending him down. He retires, and now you've got Nito as your backup, and hopefully Nito can do some good things and spare Wilson Ramos and give him a breather here and there. But really, Wilson Ramos is the key to figuring it out with his pitching staff. Another move the Mets made was putting Familia on the – the injured list. We don't want to offend anybody. The injured list. Um, what do you think about Familia's start? Um, I don't think it's been that good. He gave up. A, he gave up a three-one lead against Cincinnati. He was going for the save, but he gave up two runs. Even though Pete Alonso had to walk off that game, it was still unacceptable. He I don't. Had, one he had to thing. Go to the tenth inning for that game. One thing that I don't understand, and Mets fans, if you're true Mets fans, you're gonna know what I'm talking about. In that last game before he got sent to the IL, um, he he threw in the last, I don't know if it was in his last batter, 
but it was the one that hit the two-run homer. Um, he threw two pitches that the ball had so much movement on it. It was just unbelievable. Knee-high, outside corner, inside corner. It was beautiful. And then he gets the three-and-two count. He throws the fattest pitch ever down the middle. And the guy, no, he didn't hit a two-run homer. This, this particular bat that I'm talking about, the guy hit it up the middle for a single and scored a run. But it was just like when I, when it was a 3-2 count, I was, he's going to throw a fat pitch. down. I mean, it was there was no movement on it. It was nothing. And that you're not an end-of-the-game guy like that. And then to go on the injured list... After that game, you really think he's injured? No. Or you think his feelings are hurt a little bit? Like his he's ego? Butthurt. He's butthurt. There you go. And Cole, all all athletes get a little butthurt. And that's why we talked to you about, hey, don't act like that. Get out of your head. Because you see Matt's do it. Matt's gets so mad at himself, and then he's out of the game. Because he's in his head thinking about it. And when you're playing a game, the game's got to be going on in your head along with the actual game going on on the field. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So you gotta be playing the game in your head. So like in soccer today's game, a goal, the ball's coming down the side. You gotta be expecting the cross. You gotta be expecting the shot. You've already gotta see the shot coming. You gotta see the the cross coming. So when it does happen, you're a step quicker because you've already seen it in your head. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. So same thing in baseball. If a guy's pitching, you gotta be thinking about the pitch and where you wanna locate it and and what you think the batter's gonna do. And I just think that when you see a player like Familia and Mats get so aggravated, and even Diaz in the last game that I seen him pitch, that he blew the save, um, he was getting so mad. You've got to control that. Now, I, I trust Diaz a little bit more. I was just pure adrenaline and competitiveness with him I didn't see him go give in on another pitch after that but you know that's something that the Mets really need to get a hold on with their pitching staff and I blame the pitching coach a little bit and the Mets organization because you see and recognize those things I recognize that as a fan so if I'm recognizing it from my house my house on the couch then they should be recognizing it as an organization and they should be addressing it I mean your uh Lakeland Tropics um soccer club they have a sports psychiatrist on staff for kids to talk about stuff and and to help them get out of their heads and i know a professional organization like the mets has the same thing so if they are getting talked to and sports psychiatrists kind of counseling them hey this is what you got to do and it ain't working then you gotta figure something out because it's obviously affecting both those pitchers a little bit and when matt's is in his stride and everything is going good matt's looks great when Matt gets in his head, he goes downhill. So there's just some observations that I had that you know I think that you can see professional athletes doing and making mistakes, and then you gotta you know recognize that hey I can't do that even as a kid just playing a sport for fun. You, know, you can't let it get in your head. Um, another move the Mets made recently. It was just yesterday. Just yesterday. Tell, tell everybody. Everybody listening knows what the move is, but go ahead and tell the ones that possibly don't. So, Dom Smith, they um, put Dom Smith down to triple A, I think, and they brought Hechevaria up. Adini, Adini Hechevaria, I think. Hechevaria. So, okay, Mets fans are going crazy over this. Um, on Twitter, at least. And 
I understand. I was kind of upset a little bit too. Dom Smith, I was, I, I'm rooting for him. I think that he has a promising career. He seems like a great teammate. Um, he seems loose and kind of a good clubhouse presence. So I kind of like that, and I'm rooting for him. And I think a lot of Mets fans feel the same way. But the bottom line is, is yes, he's been a good bat off the bench, and he's been coming in for defensive situations. But he's a young ball player, and right now his most value to us is if Alonzo gets hurt, he step in. And, you know, hopefully pick up where Alonzo's left off. But other than that, his biggest asset to us is a trade. And if he's just sitting on the bench, you know, playing maybe once every 10 days a start and then getting some last inning defensive substitutions or a pinch hit opportunity here or there, he's not progressing. I think the best case scenario for the Mets, and and he's a little butthurt at the moment being sent down, Um, I think he took a three-day leave or something before he reports to Syracuse. So he's a little upset. But the best thing for the Mets is he goes to AAA. He lights it up. He's hitting home runs. He's hitting for power, average. He's playing good defensively. And then the Mets can dangle him to other ball clubs that maybe need a power bat and a first baseman, you know, or American League team. So we need some help in the bullpen, you know, need another starting pitcher possibly so right now that's kind of what I see possibly is they're saying okay he needs at bats let's get him down to triple a let's get him at bats if we don't trade him he's staying sharp we're going to bring him back up because other moves are going to be made um Hechevarria whatever but it is nice to have a a a good defensive shortstop on the team because Rosario's been kind of shaky lately defensively. So, so maybe Hatcheria can make a couple starts every once in a while. Yeah, I mean it's that's not a bad thing. But here's another thing: I, I tell you what the next move may be, and I know you're going to be upset about this. Um, where are we going in uh, this month to go see the Mets? We're going to Miami. On what day? May 18th. May 18th, we got tickets to see the Mets at the Marlins in Miami. I think it's a 4-10 game. And we have possibly hoping the opportunity to meet Keon Broxton yes. on that day. But, Cole? Yes. Keon Broxton may not be with the Mets on May 18th. <laughs> if Jed Lowry was, I think, just reported to Syracuse to get some games in, what's well, May 4th today? Um, yes. He gets some games in. They bring Jed Lowry up. Who do you think they're sending down? Keon Broxton. Keon Broxton is definitely a possibility there. You know, it's Keon Broxton, J.D. Davis, uh, Hetcheria sending back down. That's a possibility, honestly, if they want to keep two um, extra outfield. You know, they got Lagaris, and he ain't starting. So... It's not like Keon's hitting. So, I mean, he's stealing. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm just letting you know that there's a possibility that he he may not be there. Now, we hope that's not right. But at the same time, we're not going to be selfish. Whatever's best for the Mets team to get wins, we want you know, them to do. And at first, like I said, with Dom Smith, that's how, that's how I felt about it. 
I was hurt a little bit high. I like the kid. I like his relationship with Alonzo. I like how he's Alonzo's biggest fan, even though it's his position. He's just done everything right. And then you get your opportunity and you've done absolutely nothing wrong. But you don't get a chance to stick it with the big league team. And he's even been you know, talking about he wanted to play left field. And um, hitting coach, I read Chili Davis was you know, trying to help him with that. And the Mets don't seem interested in it. So, and, and part of that is they probably want to keep his stock high for first base. But to me, if you can play outfield and first base and hit with power and average, then that makes you even more valuable. So I'm not sure what the Mets are thinking here, but sending him down to AAA to get at-bats and either build his trade stock up a little bit or just keep him sharp for June and July, it makes a lot of sense to me. So... I can't blame him too much on that one. So what do you think moving forward? I think we have a good team, and we'll and if we keep winning, we can make the playoffs for sure. If we keep if we keep pitching good and we keep getting good at bats with everyone, then we should be making the playoffs for sure. So 16 and 16. Hopefully tonight we get the win and stay above 500. I don't want to see us drop below 500. That's, uh, that's too many years of being below 500. So hopefully tonight, big game, 7-10. Who's on the mound again? Tell him. Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler. Hopefully he has a strong outing. And if any other breaking news comes up, we'll get, you know, come back with another episode. But mm-hmm. with all that, go Mets. Go cold today. Last game of the season. We're stuck in bumper-to-bumper traffic on I-4. Imagine that. So good luck, Cole. And we'll see everybody next next episode. Peace. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.